0: warn you about this next story because a northern virginia candidate running for congress has some shocking dangerous and downright disturbing views about children and women a guy named nathan larson is running for congress his name is nathan larson 37 year old nathan larson nathan larson nathan larson Larson. he actually ran for congress on a disturbing platform to legalize incest and pedophilia
1: larson has also bragged about raping his now deceased ex-wife.
2: And he is also apparently a pro pedophile guy, not even really sure what that means. And says he's attracted to his three-year-old daughter.
1: All sorts of things that you wouldn't imagine someone would publicly support.
2: Like I I would favor like legalizing incest. He's repeatedly expressed the desire to have sex with infants and children.
0: Wouldn't that be rape to have sex with a child?
2: Um, this is our guest for tonight, running for Congress. This is Nathan Larson. Welcome to the program. Um, Thank you. Have you fucked a kid, Nathan? No, but You've if, never. if I had, I wouldn't say it. Nathan, I wish you the absolute worst of luck, you fucking freak. What is wrong with you? Do not fuck children. Uh, that is disgusting. I, uh, I do hope you, I hope you get suicidal again, man.
1: Okay. Well, I am
2: to call. Alright. All right, thank you so much for the interview. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, thank you to Nathan for uh, being an inhuman monster and I hate him.
0: I Are we ready? Police arrest a known white supremacist and suspected pedophile at Denver International Airport. 40-year-old Nathan Larson. Nathan Larson faces multiple sex crime charges tonight. Police say he met a 12-year-old girl on social media, went to Fresno, California to meet her. And the two boarded a plane bound for Washington, D.C. But authorities caught up with them on a layover in Denver. He faces felony charges, including kidnapping and meeting a child for the intention of sex.
3: Welcome to Tucker Carlson Tonight. I'm Ben Shapiro, this is The Ben Shapiro Show. For folks who have not been following this long running and horrifying story. I'm Chris Hansen for the pod awful cult. Nathan Larson who actually ran for Congress. He also happens to be an alleged pedophile. Tonight's top story, the pot awful cult has once again taken down a notorious predator. Larson has been apprehended thanks to the Fresno County police with the help of the pot awful cult cacker collector. Nathan Larson has finally been caught. Po- America's long national nightmare is over, and it is thanks to dear God and the tireless efforts of Jesse. And you're in big trouble.
2: Even now, most Americans know they're not really in charge of the universe. They know there's something bigger out there, bigger than all of us combined.
3: Come get a boys. Oh, yeah. boys.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we got him.
2: Let's go bully the internet bitch!
1: Wednesday is pot off. Pot awful TV. Oh, y'all is doing it right! Pod awful
3: sucks, you faggot. But oh, boy, you scam-water a bag. You're the worst. worst. Motherfucker. You fucking little piece
1: of shit. You're no. crazy. You're superhero. No. <laughs> faggot. Check-ass. awful sucks. Yes, you know what? You're not funny. I want to really kick your ass. My mom doesn't like it It when I
2: mention Pot Awful anymore. The boys came and they got him. Welcome, everybody, back to Pot Awful. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. We did it. We caught him. We were working with the Fresno police. We've been monitoring the situation for a long time. They said, no longer stand by, no longer stand down. It's time. And we did it. Nathan Larson. Behind Bars. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for joining me. We're live every Sunday and Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Podawful.tv. Live Sundays for free on YouTube. Podawful.tv. Podawful.pizza for our premium episodes on Wednesday. And I talked about this Nathan Larson guy for the first time a long time. It was two years ago that I did that interview with the pedophile for Congress. And it didn't get a lot of heat. You know, there's a bunch of other people who came along after the fact and they started talking about him. And they've been talking about him ever since. I kind of figure, I said something about him already. It's the story's over. That's it. You know, what else is there to say? And it turns out he's been up to no good the entire time. So I started monitoring the situation again. I started hearing things through our networks. And, of course, it turns out Nathan was indeed up to his old tricks you know i asked him point blank period on the show when i had him on originally nathan have you ever had sex with a kid and of course he gave that little sly response i wouldn't tell you if i did i haven't but i wouldn't tell you if i did now the police are saying yeah he probably did they're calling they're saying that the methods he used were sophisticated which seems like i, don't, I mean how sophisticated it's a kid you know they keep talking about it we're going to talk about this more they keep talking about how he enticed, ooh, it was a 12, a 14-year-old girl. He enticed her. He enticed the little girl. How much enticing does it take? It used to be you could just get a lollipop thrown in a van and a kid would dive head first and enticing, ooh, he's getting them. Anyway, let's check out the chat room, see what they're saying in there. Since we are live, after all, uh, a lot of people, we're back after a little bit of a break. A lot of people saying hi, hello. Nathan went from no map to map. That's right, Adam. No map to map. I honestly didn't think I'd see this story. A lot of people are saying, a lot of people said, everybody's been warning the cops about this guy for years, and obviously they've been watching him. You know, he, much like myself, he threatened the president. So the Secret Service has been watching him this whole time. Which means, hi Secret Service, hello, I hope you like Pot Awful. It's a pretty good show, it's alright. So, (laughs) I guess they're watching this every single week for the rest of your lives. Anyway, I thought it was very interesting that everybody else started trying to talk about this guy. And, of course, nobody had the, uh, the finesse, the panache that awful did with it. They never do, and they never really follow through on it. It's just, ooh, look at this. Ooh, look at this. Look at this. Yeah, I saw one guy on there. He looked exactly, he was wearing the glasses. He had the long hair. It's bizarre. I thought it was me for a second. I went, wait, I didn't do another episode on Nathan Larson. So it is fun that we're finally here. The problem, of course, is (laughs) this is the irony of all ironies is, you know, I can't even say what it is this guy is, really. I've said it. We kind of said it in the intro there, but I'm no longer using this terminology because as you know, YouTube loves the The paranormal. paranormal, and we call it the paranormal around here. Predators, okay? I think we're still cool to say predator. But every time I do one of these shows on the paranormal, paranormal. you know, people of the spooky variety, every time I do one of these shows, YouTube tries to pop me, and I'm like on my last legs when it comes to this sort of thing. (laughs) We got to be very careful. I think I just said, it was only a couple episodes ago now, that I actually said, we're done with this whole topic. No more. We have a series of shows called the ee files the Mm-mm. files and i said i think we're done with it you know I, I don't know if you realize this the number one cause of fully beaten dead horses is pedophiles you go to youtube boy can you find some really some horse corpses in rough shape youtube the number one the mass producer of beaten horses and i tend to like to not talk about the things that everybody else is talking about. I think that's probably why a lot of you tune in, but it's impossible not to do the follow-up on this, especially considering just how heavily involved we were with capturing this man. I've taken down the paranormal. I'm sort of a ghostbuster, if you will. I've taken down the paranormal many times. All we're doing tonight is YouTube. We're just doing a little bit of ghostbusting because busting makes me feel good. So, I've done this a few times now. We've gotten Robert Robinson, one of our goons. We've gotten uh, this guy, a listener of the show, we found out was paranormal, and he was on some very Russian websites, (laughs) okay? This is a great one. Go back and look through these archives while you still can, while these videos are still online. It was a really good one. This guy, uh, he went by the name, well, we called him Sheffield. He goes by the name uh, Chrome. And Sheffield, man, ooh, he loved hanging out in them haunted houses. He was, this is a guy who, his, he lived with his parents, and there was ectoplasm all over those walls. You catch my drift. By the way, turns out, Nathan Larson, I learned, I don't know if I knew this in the original interview, I just forgot. Maybe we knew this already. But I'm reading the news articles on Nathan Larson. He lived with his parents. His dad, when they went to his home to, like, seize his computers and stuff, find out what it is he was up to in there the whole time, his dad swung on one of the cops. I'm reading that. I'm like, wait, why is his dad in his house? This is a 40-year-old man. Oh, I see. (laughs) He lived with his parents, which means he flew across country to Fresno. He's from Virginia, my home state. He flies from Virginia all the way to Fresno, California, and his plan is, I'm going to take this little girl back home at my parents' house, and hopefully they just don't notice. I don't know. What is the deal there? Like, what is the setup? Anyway, we've been busting these ghosts for a while now, and uh, we've gotten a lot of them. I got a guy in an ice cream truck, so it feels good to once again have it happen. We've been working with Chris Hansen for a long time. It's very cool. I want to say thank you. uh, Big, big thanks to Tucker Carlson and Ben Shapiro for covering this and them giving credit where credit is due. We have not really gotten that type of credit before on the show, so thank you to those guys. Very cool, Tucker. Anyway, let me see what they're saying in the chat room before we start. Let's, we'll look into this. We'll do a deep dive into this. I got a lot to show you. His dad haunted Nathan as a child. Oh, no. Yeah, he went through a childhood haunting, if you will. Operation stimulus check reallocation in effect. Paranormal may run in the family. Uh, hi there, tiles. People just saying hi to each other in the chat room. All right. Very, very good stuff. Comment to beat so far. He was haunted as a child. All right? That's, the, that's your task. Beat that comment. Funniest one so far that I've seen. So let's get into it. I think what we'll do... Why don't we just start with the news report? That's the easiest way. We love watching the news on Awful. The news... I'm the news. I love the news because the news is always right. It's always good. They do a really great job of covering stories and getting everything right. And so I I really really enjoy just watching a good old-fashioned news clip. Usually this is even, this is better for me because this is near and dear to my heart. I'm very excited to present this. Let's take a look.
0: Police arrest a known white supremacist and suspected pedophile at Denver International Airport. 40-year-old Nathan Larson was traveling from Fresno, California to his home in Virginia. So there he is. And that's the way I remember him.
2: You know, when, when I
0: interviewed him,
2: he more or less looked like this. I think he had maybe finally shaved his head. You can tell he's going bald. He's hanging on to it. Isn't it sad? You know a guy's life is out of his full control when he's hanging on to those final hairs left on his head. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, I'm not making any inferences here, but I would say maybe second look anyone with hair like this.
0: It's just a thought. It's a theory. Try it out. With a 12-year-old girl, Fresno authorities say the girl was reported missing on the 14th and that Larson...
2: Wait, how old was she? So 12 years old. A 12-year-old girl. And I asked him, I said, what is the youngest you've ever fantasized about? What is the absolute youngest age you go? And he said, toddler. So we're lucky. I mean, we're lucky he didn't figure out how to entice a
0: toddler. I don't know. To leave her home in the middle of the night to go with him. Police arrested Larson during his layover at... D-
2: oh, God! I almost did a real spit take. I almost choked on my water. So here's Nathan now, and this must be 2020's worst glow-up yet. <laughs> I know 2020 is over, but this news story, we missed this, you know? This is the new year. We missed this one. This happened in 2020. Holy crow (laughs) god damn that is terrifying so he had been shaving his head and now he's let it grow back in he's got the full fryer tuck going on his face scruffy his eyes sunken royce style you know he's got bags under his eyes i i'm surprised he had to check those actually to get the Fresno. They (laughs) they tried to just walk onto the flight, bring them on his carry ons. And they said, hang on a second. These are a little, these are oversized. They're not going to go in the bin. So this is, this is the caricature that they would draw of a pet of a predator. (gasps) Oh boy. The network executives are after me on this one. Guys, we got to please the network exec Susan, You know, um, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, Jack Dorsey. Jack's not happy with me, by the way. Uh, If you don't know, if this is your first time watching the show, maybe you're thinking, oh, I'd like to follow this guy. You can't. I've been banned from Twitter again. At online retard is no more, apparently. So we have to start pleasing these network execs or pot-awfuls just going to be off the internet forever. And then what are we going to do once the data wars have begun in the dark future? where this is legal. In fact, it's not just legal. It's encouraged. It's, it might even be mandatory. All right, so this guy, somebody, somebody went to Maurice Sindak, and they said, draw me what you think a man who haunts children would look like, and he went, okay, and that's how we got Nathan Larson's mugshot. This is Ted Kaczynski style. Remember the Unabomber? I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember this. I'm an old man. And when I was a kid, the Unabomber was the biggest story because he was like this hero. He was like this legendary hero. Everyone was on his side. And then the cops were like, we can't have a guy doing such wonderful things. (laughs) I guess he was predicting Amazon's takeover. So what he did was he committed these heroic acts, and which nobody ever says that. Nobody committing is always a bad thing. You ever notice that? You commit suicide, you commit heinous acts, you never commit heroism. You never uh, you get committed to a psych ward, but you never commit saving children. <laughs> so here's a guy who's committing things. Anyway, the Unabomber. They captured, And the guy was like a Harvard graduate, you know, T- Uncle Ted, Ted Kaczynski, Harvard graduate. He was one of the smartest guys out there. Sure, he'd been living in a cabin in the woods, but he would go into town, he'd get his supplies, he had a girlfriend, he would comb his hair. We've all seen the television program on Netflix about it. And then for some reason, the day they capture him, he looks wizened. <laughs> his hair is everywhere. He's completely scrubbed. Every other day of his life, he was shaving. He was fine. He was catching a fish with his bare hand in the stream down in the uh, woods he lived in. And then the day they caught him, I, what happened? You know, I've been arrested twice now. Okay, I've been arrested twice. And both times, I had enough time where when they went to take the mugshot, I was able to, you know, sort of glamour shots. it, kind of. Uh, yeah. I put my hands up on a railing and sort of rested my head against my arms. There was, I asked for the space lasers background picture, which is very in right now. If you've got a, a live streaming show with OBS overlays, that look is back. So I asked for that one. I look very nice. You can't find my mug shots, unfortunately. I, because I didn't commit a crime, I guess what they do with the mug shots is they're only just in case you actually did it. And then they just throw them away. At least I can't find them. For the love of God, somebody find my mugshots. I would love to see them. Because I'm telling you, my most recent one when YouTube had me arrested, I was like, hi, hello. Yes, hi. The first time I might have been a little wizened. You know, there might have been a little, uh, how did I get here? Uh, I, you know what? I had been up like 24 hours at that point when they arrested me. So I probably did look a little rough in that first one. But the second one I was ready for. I was like, okay, let me just get ready. Hi, yes, they might put this on the news. It's a terrorism charge. So, cheese. Nathan went the other direction with this. Na- what Nathan did is he went, how do I look even scarier? <laughs> I, here's, what's, here's what's about to be revealed about me. They're going to know I'm a child predator for sure now. Everyone already knows I raped my ex-wife till they committed suicide. True story. Everybody already knows I married a, a trans person and then raped her until she committed suicide. I'm not allowed to see my child because I've expressed interest in having a hauntingly a monster mash with my own child.
0: I know. How about I just lean in on it?
2: I love this mugshot. I cannot get over this mugshot. The the day I saw this mugshot, I was like, this is a show. I would have done a full hour on the mugshot alone. That would have been good enough for me. (laughs) I could sit here and detail every aspect of this man's face to you. For the audio people out there, I do recommend you watch this episode or at least Google his picture. But honestly, I could describe it to you in good enough detail that it will haunt your dreams tonight. You will go to bed. Remember this man? This man. People are seeing him in their dreams all over. This man, he, he, this is kind of this man. He's going to show up inside your dreams. You're going to go to sleep tonight. The second your head hits the pillow, you're going to feel that cool pillow, and you're going to be like, ah, what a wonderful day I had. Wow, Pot Awful was great too. Ah! Anyway, let's keep watching.
0: DIA on the 14th. He faces felony charges, including kidnapping and Ooh. meeting a child for the intention yeah. of sex. The girl has been returned to her family.
2: Ah, there you go. So the girl is safe. Everyone's safe. The awful Hacker Collective, the awful Cult did it. Thank you to the piranhas out there and of course our hacker friend 1185 for making sure that girl is safe. Now, this reignited my interest in Nathan, obviously. I started going back through and trying to find anything on it, see if anybody ever picked up on my interview for it, and I actually found a website where they posted my YouTube video interviewing Nathan. It's, uh, it says, Pod awful Podcast, Pedophile for Congress. They've got the video here. and I'm going to read for you. They've got my description for the episode. Nathan Larson is pro-rape, pro-incest, pro-incel, pro-pedophilia, pro-misogyny, and pro-Hitler. And he's running for Congress! (laughs) Jesse interviews him for the full hour, blah blah blah. Now I'm going to read for you their reaction to this. This is somebody's like blog post or something about it. It's a WordPress website. I had never seen this before. I thought this was pretty interesting. Let's see. It says doesn't sound like he really has much gusto or well thought out strategy or well-thought-out strategy or much of a clear message. Now, at first I'm reading this. I'm so used to the angry comments. I make so many people online so mad. I'm thinking they're talking about me. That's how egotistical I am. I'm like, what do you mean I don't have much gusto? They're talking about Nathan here, obviously. He doesn't have a clear, well-thought-out strategy. What do you mean by that? Like running for Congress? What do they mean by that? So I'll I'll continue reading. I have a hard time seeing this interview as being little more than a disaster. I have to be honest about that. Well, yeah, I'm interviewing a guy who's a predator and is running for, I mean, that was the idea of the interview. Again, I'm reading this and thinking this is all an admonishment of me. I'm thinking they don't like what I have to say. Maybe they're unhappy with the way I conducted the interview. Maybe they think, The interview is disgusting. You know, I took a risk doing that interview at all. I kind of thought, like, this might be a bridge too far, giving this guy a platform. I even think about those things. I understand them. So I would understand that criticism. That's not the criticism going on here. Listen to this. There are several questions. I don't know what I want to say. I would not have dignified them with a response so much as I would not have simply rolled with them like that. So see, that's an interesting... So he's putting himself in the shoes of Nathan Larson. Like, would you answer the questions that Jesse had for a predator like you? Which is weird. Like, why would you put your... Nobody else is putting him themselves in Nathan's shoes in this. You have to have a plan and set tactics when you do media. <laughs> what is this person talking... They want... They want Nathan to succeed as a congressman. I mean, this is back from when I posted this. This is from 2 years ago. Then they say there were some teaching moments in there if only Nathan had seized on them. Now, I found this through a random Google search, and I'm reading that going teach who teach me what. And then I look at the sidebar of this website and I realize this has been posted to a map Page. This is it says Map Educational Center. Ooh, here we've got the child love logo here, the boys and girls child love logo. That's right. This guy is advocating for teaching the community about map pride. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the P community in full force. I told you, I told you they're part of the LGBTPQ P P. Nambla community. I'm telling you it's all the same thing. Oh, God, they say in the chat room. Was he running as a Democrat or as a Republican? Great question, Adam, in the chat room. He was running as an independent, but he he is actually affiliated. He's a libertarian, and we're going to talk more about that in just a bit. Let's go to the big news article on all of this. This is from the Far Queer Times. I think I'm allowed to say that on YouTube. It's just the name of a place. That <laughs> you can't bust me for that one. The fuck queer times. The Fawqueer queer times. I think that's where he's from. Like maybe that's somewhere in Virginia or something. I don't know. It says Nathan Larson of Catlett, Virginia, arrested in Denver on kidnapping, child pornography charges. And I'm reading through this. I'm seeing that mug shot. Press release from the Fresno County Sheriff's Office said that on the morning of Monday, December 14th, the Fresno County Sheriff's Office and the Fresno Police Department received a report of a missing 12-year-old Fresno girl. Early in the investigation, detectives received information that the girl may have been coerced into running away with an older man whom she had met through social media in mid-October. Now, what they're not telling you in all of this is, the social media this girl used, you know, this Nathan, you may remember from my interview with him, ran multiple websites himself. He would open up, he would open up new websites basically every month. One of them was called Suiped for suicidal predators. One of them um, was just called Rapey.org, Rapey. I mean, the guy knows how to buy a good URL. I can tell you that much. This guy makes us libertarians look less than great, says Marshall in the chat room. Just wait. So he would open up all these websites. And apparently, one of the websites he opened up recently, this 12 year old girl, of her own volition, joined and began speaking to him. Now, these are all message board websites, which I remember message boards. I loved message boards. I wish we would bring message boards back. If you hate Facebook, why are we all using message boards? Well, I think we found the reason because they're being used to distribute cheese pizza. <laughs> VBulletinBB.com, whatever it is, you're all the only people still using this shit are Nathan Larson's, you know, some Unibomber type fellas out there. So. I, I wish we could bring them back, but unfortunately, there's a disgusting stink on the message board communities out there. How a child finds that? How a 12-year-old like has no memory of message boards from the good days of the internet? From the before time. The time before women on the internet. Remember when women ruined the internet and now we've got Facebook? Now we've got Instagram? So, I don't know how that happens, but the funny thing in all of this is, I, again, I think we can laugh about this because this, the girl is safe, everything's okay. You know, according to Nathan, she wanted it. She was asking for it. No, the the funny part in all this is every news article, every video I've seen about this, they all keep stressing how Nathan was enticing the girl. Oh, can I interest you? Can I... Tempt you in a little bit of being haunted for the rest of your life? How would you like to be scarred mentally? Does that do anything for you? And again, back in the day, a guy what would happen was a guy would roll up to you in a car and he would go, uh, Hey kid, your mom told me to come get you. Your name's uh, Charlie, right? He's been, he's been following, he's been tailing the kid. For weeks, he's figured out the kid's name. He heard some other kid go, Hey, Charlie, come over to the playground. He's like, all right, let me write that down. Oh, yeah, your mom wanted me to uh, come get you. And the kid's like, yeah, all right, that sounds right. And then he'd get in the car, and that's it. Then he would be bones forever, (laughs) chattering skull, haunting his parents' dreams for the rest of their days, which are numbered. So... That's how you used to entice a kid. It really didn't take much, according to all the film serials I've ever seen. Then, you know, they started to get a little bit more sophisticated with it, and the cops even say he was very sophisticated. They believe this is not the first time that Nathan has hurt a girl. There may be actual skeletons in his closet. We don't know what might be uncovered from all of this. But I kept hearing that word enticing. He enchanted her. He coerced her. He tempted her into joining him in a cross-country trek. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, how do you even tempt a child today? Think, think about being a kid today. You're a little, let's say you're a little boy. You're, you're 12 years old. You're in school and you go, uh, there's a hot girl in your class. You just, all you have to do is go to the internet, you type a girl you know from class's name into the internet, and you're going to see her full open butthole being spat in, in less than 12 seconds. I'm telling you, go, here, you want to try something, go to YouTube right now, okay? Type in ASMR. Find the first female ASMR person, one of the girls who puts herself on camera. She's got an OnlyFans. You can see her naked in 20 seconds. Every girl is now naked on the internet. You have everything at the touch of your fingertips. How on earth do you entice a 12 year old girl from across the country, especially when you look like Nathan Larson? Well, I kept thinking about it and I kept thinking about it, and something wasn't sitting quite right with me when it came to this. And I realized something, though. Something, there's still something that remains true, even today, with all of the media, all of the things kids have, the screens in front of them, the screen. The screen is still important to them. People still love being entertained. I thought back to some of the goons that we've made fun of in the past who sort of have Childish audiences, you know Gabby Hanna. Every fan of Gabby Hanna is a twelve-year-old girl. Jacob Sartorius. Every fan of Jacob Sartorius is a twelve-year-old girl. We've made fun of these people. There's a bunch of them. Ethan and Ella Klein. H3H3. Every time you see something stupid on the internet, what's the answer? It's kids watching it. Half of the internet. Look at YouTube now. When I upload a video, I have to tell YouTube that it's not for kids, that I'm just not specifically making content for children. Most of the internet now is actually just kids' shows. Everything online is a kids' show, even if you don't realize it's a kids' show. Somehow a 50-year-old man unboxing a, to- a, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, you know, he's, he's unboxing Shredder and Krang, and that's a, it's a grown man getting excited for it, but it's a, it's a kids' show. Everything is a kid's show now. And I thought about it. I went, that's how he could do it. That's how Nathan Larson could have enticed this young girl. So I asked a favor. Our hacker friend, 1185. I asked him to find out, to see if there's any evidence, maybe the police had collected, any evidence at all of trying to entice this girl. What did he use? What were his methods? We need to find these out so we can prevent it from happening in the future. Well, thank 1185 for his service in the chat room, ladies and gentlemen, because he has delivered the data tapes and we've got them right here. We've got the data tapes. 1185 has found that many Bothans died to bring us this information. And by the way, Manny Bothins is the name of the officer who was in charge of guarding the evidence room at the police station in Fresno. 1185 did have to kill him. 1185 is fine. But anyway, he went through, to- I mean, he toiled through marrow and entrails and blood just to bring us this tape. Ladies and gentlemen, this is how Nathan Larson enticed a minor.
0: Let's play together
2: on the internet is better Let's all go to Little St. James Island
1: (laughs) Oh, hello little girl! Oh, hi! What are you doing there on your phone? I'm messaging a man on the internet. A man? Wait! Do you know who the man is? No. Oh, my God! Haven't you ever heard of Stranger Danger? No. What's that? Well, I'm Nathan Larson, and I'm running for Congress. What's Congress? Okay, don't worry about that. Just vote for me. So let's watch this swell film strip on Stranger Danger.
0: Okay.
3: looks innocent enough, doesn't it? Lots of young people hitchhike. Seems like a good way to get from one place to another. But sometimes there are dangers involved that never meet the eye. So no matter where you meet a stranger, be careful if they are too friendly. One never knows when the homosexual is about. Let's take the case of Jimmy Barnes. Jimmy played baseball all afternoon, and he didn't feel like walking home, so he decided to thumb a ride. He'd done it a hundred times before, and he didn't think anything was unusual when the driver struck up a friendly conversation. In fact, he seemed like a real nice guy. What Jimmy didn't know was that Ralph was sick, a sickness that was not visible like smallpox, but no less dangerous and contagious, a sickness of the mind. You see, Ralph was a homosexual, a person who demands an intimate relationship with members of their own sex, So no matter where you meet a stranger, be careful if they are too friendly, if they try to win your confidence too quickly, and if they become overly personal. One never knows when the homosexual is about. He may appear normal.
1: But wait a second, mister. That was about boys. I'm a girl. Well, that's exactly right. It's only wrong if it's between boys. You're a little girl. Okay. So it's okay with us. Hey, let me ask you something. Yeah? Do you know what your no-no areas are? Yeah. My TTs and my noni. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. That's what they are. You don't know what they are. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Then prove it to me. Take a picture with your camera phone. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, take a picture. Oh, that's good.
2: That's real good. Oh, yeah. See? Can you text that to me?
1: Okay. Say! been to Virginia before? No. You wanna go? Yeah. Okay. Are you sure it's okay I go to Virginia with you? Of course. Just ask my lawyer Nick Ricada. He looks funny. <laughs> yeah, he does. Go ahead. Ask him. Give him a squeeze. George, Maddox, buddy. Defamation is only defamation if it's not true. Um... What does that mean? Oh, uh, that's lawyer talk for yes. OK. Oh, I have an idea. Let's play dress up. Do you like dress up? Yeah. OK, um, put this wig on. OK. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you look so silly. OK, and um, you ever play pretend? Yeah. OK, put this helmet on. Uh- yeah. Am I riding a bike? No! You're going to pretend you have fucking Down syndrome, and you're not going to answer any questions! Okay. Okay, come on! Let's go
0: to the airport! And all all I just said is I thank Dad for for making me me strong.
2: Join our cult on on Facebook. Podawful.com slash cult. Uh, All right. Thank you to 1185 for getting us this data tape. And by the way, that's 100% true. Nathan Larson told the 12-year-old girl, he got her into an Uber and he put a wig on her. He said, here, wear this wig. And then he told her to pretend she's a retard so that nobody in the airport would ask them any questions. If they came up to her and said, "Uh, hey, little girl, you supposed to be with this man? Her response was supposed to be, I actually hear what happened was they had a layover in Denver, right? And I think the way the cops ended up catching them is the little girl went into the bathroom at the airport and somebody heard her saying, Help me, help, help me. I'm a wee stuck in the airport bathroom. I've been kidnapped by a haunted man. Please help me. America's favorite character. The retard stuck in a bathroom. Anyway, 100% true. That is real. And that's apparently how he enticed her. It's insane. And I was looking at Nathan's Wikipedia page. Let's see what they're saying in the chat. We should check that chat room real quick. See what's going on in there. Stuck in the bathroom. Ha ha. Wow. I remember Repzion discussing this. It's only fitting that God, Jesse PS, did an episode on it. Well, again, Brooke, uh, I did it first. This Repzeon guy is one of the guys I'm talking about. I saw his take on all this stuff as well, where I don't really know who that is. I know he's like a big YouTuber. I don't, I've never watched his stuff before. I haven't even watched the Nathan Larson things, but I see it come up when I search it on YouTube. And yeah, you know, nobody else has really gotten into the nitty gritty of the Nathan Larson stuff like I have. And one of the things I've been looking up, I went to his Wikipedia page, and it's got all the stuff you would assume. It talks about him running for Congress. It talks about him, uh, you know, his ideas. It talks about him being a member of the Libertarian Party, which congratulations, Libertarians, on that one. Looking great. One of my favorite things, though, that it brings up is, you know, <laughs> the section, it says, there's a section called Legal Troubles, which is a very polite way of putting it. There's a section called Legal Troubles, and it's basically a footnote on the page. There, there's a footnote saying he admitted to raping his ex-spouse. There's a footnote saying he was arrested in Denver for trying to entice a minor. Ooh, come here, little girl. And I I just love this. This is so Wikipedia. Wikipedia stinks, man. It, <laughs> you wanna talk about a spooky place? You want to talk about a place filled with haunted beings? Wikipedia, man. You know, uh, there's a lot of websites vying for gayest on the internet. Reddit is way up there for sure. Facebook obviously throws its punches. (laughs) But I would posit that there is no bigger a loser than a Wikipedia user. And Wikipedia is so up its own. Wikipedia loves it when it can put itself into one of its own articles. I'll tell you what I mean. We got a footnote about this guy being a child rapist, and then there's an entire several-paragraph-long section about him, <laughs> about him using Wikipedia and being banned from Wikipedia. Things like that. Let me read some of this to you. It says, Larson's 2018 online political manifesto, which has been taken down, advocates benevolent white supremacy and names Adolf Hitler as a white supremacist hero. It calls for free trade, blah, blah, blah. Now, the reason they're talking about the manifesto here is because he uploaded the manifesto to a wiki site, like his own wiki site, but it was built on Wikimedia or whatever it is you build. You know, the wiki Foundation. He used that, so that's why they're talking about this here. It goes on to say Larson began editing Wikipedia. <laughs> they just got it. They got to put themselves in there. Larson began editing Wikipedia under his real name in 2005, contributing to articles and policy debates. Identifying as an inclusionist, he endor- he endorsed using Wikipedia in an attempt to make taboo or illegal topics, including child sexual abuse. Culturally acceptable. He opposed Wikipedia's child protection policy and began using different Wikipedia accounts to promote positions such as decriminalizing child sexual abuse. He was banned from the site in 2008. Now, that section alone is almost as long as the part about the breaking news about him, but it goes on, it goes further. He also created internet chat rooms for self-identified incels, involuntary celibate men, and for pedophile. I'm reading a Wikipedia article. You know what? I'm reading the article. Don't sue me for this one. Suiped.org and incelocalypse.today and wrote posts on the sites endorsing child rape and describing himself as a hebophilic rapist. Maybe I should just be saying hebophilia every time. Nobody seems to care about the ephibophiles and the hebophiles out there. Both sites were removed by the hosting company in late May 2018 after a complaint by the website babe.net. Now, I don't know if you guys know this. You have to be a pretty big Pot Awful fan to remember this. Babe.net was the website. Remember that article that made Aziz Ansari look like he was one of the me too guys he gave a woman the hook so we very briefly discussed that on maybe i don't know it might have been a friday show it might have been a main show i can't remember when we're talking about me too stuff we brought up the aziz ansari stuff i thought it was really funny but babe.net has an even more personal connection to pod awful if wikipedia can insert itself i'm going to be inserting myself into wikipedia hang tight here. Babe.net, maybe some of you remember this. I think I brought this up on one of our Friday night hangout shows where I actually matched with the woman, the editor from Babe.net on Tinder. This was years ago. On Tinder, I matched with her. She's the woman who wrote the Aziz Ansari article. And I showed you guys on that episode the screenshots of me chatting with her. And I, I asked her like, are you, how would you feel if I got the hook on you? Anyways, I matched with her on Tinder. It's unbelievable. I know, but it's 100% true. So I thought that was an interesting little side note. He told the Huffington Post in response to a question about whether he is actually a pee, 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 pee man or merely writes about it online, it's a mix of both. When people go over the top, there's a grain of truth to what they say. So he did the same thing with the Huffington Post he did with me. Like, maybe I am, maybe I'm not. Who knows? Maybe I'm touching them, maybe I'm not. Is it illegal if I get this close to a little girl? How about
1: if I put a little girl's pussy right? Here? Is this illegal? I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you.
2: He described the term as vague. (laughs) What is vague about the predator word? What is vague about the community? You know, the Nambla community. It's It's pretty clear cut. I would say that if you looked up the definition to that word in Webster's dictionary, number one, that would be very unkind of you because Webster himself is a forever little boy and it's probably very uncomfortable for him to define that word. But number two, I bet it would be clearly defined. I bet you that you would see that it would be clear clear as day. Uh, This word means someone who likes to... And described men being attracted to underage girls as normal. So this is all stuff he's been doing on the internet. They've got a whole thing here about him using... Wikipedia. And I thought that was kind of interesting, too, because, you know, there's another guy I know who uses Wikipedia. He is one of these gay Wikipedia guys. (laughs) Like, he is exactly who I'm talking about. It's maybe not who you would think, but I don't know if people know this about him or not. It's one of our goons. And it's interesting to me that it all kind of loops back into this stuff. You know, Pot Awful, Dear God Magic. It's always kind of looping back in on itself, this whole internet dark future experience. This guy claims that the founder of Wikipedia, Jimmy Wales, himself is a paranormal man. In fact, he, re- he uses Wikipedia to rail against Wikipedia. He also uses it for his own nefarious means, but he uses it to rail against Jimmy Wales and his child-touching ways, allegedly. allegedly. My lawyer, Nick Recchietta, looking at me over my shoulder there. Allegedly. 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 The goon in question is, Mr. Spurgers. How do I know that Mr. Spurgers likes to edit Wikipedia? Well, I'll tell you how. I got a message from a good friend of the show, a guy named Jerry Noto. You guys know Jerry. He's written songs for the show. He's done... He made some of those Mr. Spurger songs. He posted one just the other day in the Pot Awful Cult on Facebook. Facebook.com slash, or sorry, Podawful.com slash cult. I received a message from him the other day, and he sent me a couple of screenshots. He said, I thought this was funny. I Googled Pot Awful Wiki and found this, and I'll show you the screenshot he sent me. It's actually a screenshot of a Wikipedia uh, listing on Google for a guy, a comedian named Matt Coff. Now, Matt Coff has been a long, long time ago. We would have co-hosts on the show. I'd have a new co-host every week on the show. And Matt Coff came on a few times. And I hated this guy. The, The show, when Pot Awful started, it was a very different show. And the premise of it was, for a long time, what if I brought comedians onto the show and just wasted their time because I hate them? Matt Coff was one of those guys who fell for it multiple times. In fact, Matt is the first guy to famously, he's not the only one, but he's the first guest I had on the show to very famously say, so are you going to start interviewing me? When are you going to ask questions about me? Because all I would do is bring these guys on and be like, let me tell you a story about me buying shorts from the store. That was it. That was the premise of the show. Pod awful. Get it? So. Matt Koff has for years now, and I didn't do this. Somebody, for whatever reason, I kind of think it was actually Matt himself back when he didn't have any credits to his name. I think he used Pod Awful as a credit and edited his own Wikipedia page to include his appearance on Pod Awful. It says he has appeared as a guest on podcasts, including Pod The Flop House, blah, blah, blah. I swear to God, I didn't edit it. That's how his Wikipedia page has been read. Um, for years now, for years now, it's included that, and I had nothing to do with it. And then uh, Jerry sends me a second screenshot, and lo and behold, if you go to it, it no longer includes Awful in the list of podcasts that he was on. Now that's fine. I don't. By the way, this is an Emmy-winning comedy right. He wrote for the Daily Show, Matt Cobb. Just so you just to give you an idea of the guy I was fucking with. He was a writer for the Daily Show. He won Emmys. Okay. If you watch the Emmys, he got up on stage and held one of them statues. So this is well, that's why he's got a Wikipedia article. Now I don't I, I get pot awful not being included in the list. I'm not a very big show, but it had been on there for years. And again, I'm pretty sure Matt is the one who added it. So I did some investigation. I thought, well, let's go to the edit history on Wikipedia. Let's use their gay tactics against them on Wikipedia and see maybe there's a clue as to why it's been changed. You know, Jerry just came to me completely blind with this. He didn't know what was going on. He knew nothing about Wikipedia. I said, lol, that must have been recently removed too because I saw that Wikipedia page not too long ago, and that's true. Well, lo and behold, I go to the edit history page, and if we uh, take a look at this, it says on 11th of November, 2020, a user named CatFights1, okay? CatFights1, it says uh, the note for the edit was removing an advertisement to a podcast run by a Nazi. Now, the second I read that, I knew that could only be one man. And of course, yes, Mr. Spurgers had to delete me from Wikipedia. That's his domain. He I can't be on there. I'm a nazi. How do I know it's him? Because the name is Catfights1 and I know that Mr. Spurgers sexual fetish. You guys probably don't even think of him as a sexual being. He's got a fetish and his fetish is girls Fighting each other. Sure enough, if you go to the user page for CatFights One, here's what it says: sexist white male obsessed with women's wrestling, age 30 to 39, which checks out. And then names. For, I don't know what names means, but he just says names. And then a list: Anna Kornikova, Iggy Azale- Azalea, Michael Sarah, Anna Kornikova. He has YouTube profiles. Mister Spurgers has YouTube profiles where he pretends to be. Anna Kornikova on them, born June 7th, 19, XDX, country, USA, Russia, Australia. I don't know what that means. His enemies, Nazis, of course. He likes coffee and he hates tea. I love that a Nazi can't be on Wikipedia, but it's fine that he's a sexist white male and for some reason he lists that about himself. Anyway, I just thought that was a fun aside that probably would never show up in any other episode of the show but then something else happened today i went back to the wikipedia page to see if maybe mr spurgers had showed up again you know because i went on there i made an account user pot awful and i reverted his edits to it and put me back on there and i said i had uh, reverted the edit by catfights1 aka mr spurgers just so he would see that and then i noticed today I saw this just today. Some moderate, like an actual Wikipedia moderator, came on there to revert my edit because they think I was promoting my show. Again, I'm not the one who put it on there to begin with. I just reverted the removal of it. That's it. Now this guy, this fucking Wikipedia loser, I hate Wikipedia so much. This dude is now messaging me. Telling me I need to not spam Wikipedia that I will be removed if I do it. Here's what I would like you to do, and this is this is just an aside. We're getting back to Nathan Larson, but we've got the cult, we've got the pot awful piranhas, the basement crew is right here. The fans of hate rev up that internet hate machine engine. Let's pop the gum there off this some of bitch and have a little fun with this one. Matt Kauf, M A T T K O F F. Go to the Wikipedia page, make an account if you don't want your IP address out there, and ju- let's just keep reverting that edit, okay? Let's just keep reverting it. Let's start adding st- other stuff to it. Let's put more awful references in there. Hell, put a link to this episode on YouTube in that Wikipedia article. Let's make this dude's life a living hell. Make Get on VPNs, make as many co- uh, 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 accounts as you possibly can. Let's just take over the Matt Cough Wikipedia page. i tell you what, wipe everything off of it and then just leave the comment that says, uh, so when are you going to ask me about me? When, when are you going to start interviewing me? Just leave that on there with nothing else. I don't care what you do. Make it a giant swastika. Make it link to a, a video of Mr. Spurger's losing his mind. He's putting out plenty he now shakes when he eats burgers. He now completely twitches and foams at the mouth every time he's eating. That's how much he's gone off the deep end. Fans of hate, they say in the chat room. Fans of hate, uh, gonna uh, guma been oh governor been popped. They say in the chat room. I couldn't read that one. The governor's been popped off this some bitch. The people need to know. I take it Nathan finally became a member of Congress, says Infowar. He certainly has the credentials to do that now. We're going to get back to Nathan, but do go to that uh, Wikipedia article, okay? We've got mattcoff.com listed there in the chat room from TJ. Nope, just the Wikipedia article's all we need, okay? Jesse, Mersch and Jesse combined. Disgusting beast. Okay, you're spamming. Just don't spam. You can say whatever you want, base log, but please don't spam. I just see these. A hundred messages from you in all caps going by. I I hate to time you out. That's like a Mersh move, but you know, just don't make that the only thing going on in the chat when I look at, it, especially when I go to look at it. You know, slip them in under the radar so that they're left in the show after. Let me tell you how to do this. Okay, slip, I'm going to do a little Mersh move here. I'm going to tell you how to troll. Slip it in while I'm not paying attention to the chat. That way, I don't remove you and then delete the comments after the fact. Your your comments are in the show forever that way. Okay, is that fair? That's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm telling you how to do it. Okay, that's cool, right? So anyway, let's get back to Nathan Larson, the Wikipedia article. Again, it lists him as a libertarian. I was thinking about it. I realize the reason this guy thinks he can get away with these things, the reason he's so open about it. Have you ever heard a libertarian talk? I'm, I'm a lo- I mean, they call him You know, Dick Masterson is out there defending Lolly. He's defending the movie Cuties. I never really talked about that stuff because I never thought it was that big a deal. I kind of thought he was trying to draw a little attention away from the fact that we uncovered that he is literally a furry named Juju the Cow. He's a literal libertarian cow. I thought maybe he just didn't want people to realize he went to Burning Man and sucked dick, so he leaned into it, but when you start to think about it, you know, when you start to do the math, it kind of makes sense. Libertarian... His uh, girlfriend is a teacher of little kids. We know for a fact he's had underage girls over at his house drinking, all sorts of things. And suddenly, all the puzzle pieces start coming together in your head. I know the pieces fit. I was the one who put them there. So I'm starting to wonder if maybe there was something to that. I decided to take a little look into libertarianism and see, is this really, you know, are they that permissive of such behavior with Nathan? And I notice the Libertarian Party claims to have kicked him out. But how do you, like, if I say so, I'm a Democrat. If I say so, I'm a Republican. If I say so, I'm a Scientologist for crying out loud. There's like, you can't really stop. You can't kick somebody out of a political party. If their views more or less align with yours and they vote for your candidate, guess what? They're in your party. So they they are claiming that they kicked them out. But again, how do you do that? Anyway, I don't know if you've ever seen this. Maybe you don't really know too much about libertarians. There's this great video. I love this video of a libertarian presidential candidate debate. I have to show this to you because it's truly unreal. Take a look at this. Should someone
3: have to have a government-issued license to drive a car? Hell no. What's
2: next? Requiring a license to make toast in your own damn toaster?
1: (laughs) And they're clapping. Ah!
2: This guy right here. We're going to come back to this guy. Again, the question is just, should you have a dri- should driver's license be mandatory? Should they be legal even? Should someone have to have a government-issued license to drive a car? Hell no. What's next? Requiring a license to make toast in your own damn toaster? They love it. They love that shit. They're, they're throwing up a sign. Daryl Perry. That's that guy's name. Daryl Perry. Listen to this to drive. You know, I'd like to see some competency exhibited by people before they drive. I <laughs> Cue the Larry David music. Boo! No! I need my freedom. Now, listen, I actually agree with a lot of libertarian stuff, not the Dick Masterson stuff, but I did. I mean, I, you know, I, I understand their desire for freedom. I actually even understand this thing. But this clip is so indicative of everything libertarians are, and then especially, I mean, look at this monster mash that is Daryl Perry. I can't stop staring at this Daryl Perry guy. He looks like if Frankenstein somehow gave birth to a retarded child. (laughs) The only thing he's missing is neck bolts. He looks poorly drawn. He's a cartoon character from the background of Ren and Stimpy, where they just went, let's go a little wilder with this one. We could get away. It's just in the background. No one will notice. He's that guy that shows up in the background on Freakazoid every once in a while. You know, Ned nerve-ending or whatever his name is. They just went a little extra wild with this guy. His ears are humongous. His nose hideously gigantic and truly... I think this guy should have a license. Oh my God, look at his teeth. This is the type of guy who thinks that free, like r- true freedom means not brushing your damn teeth. I wanna be free. I ain't putting fluoride in my mouth. They put fluoride in the water. Well, I ain't putting a damn toothbrush in my damn mouth. To drive a car. Hell no. What's next? Requiring a license to make toast in your own damn toaster? Somebody please. Make this guy get a license for that. (laughs) This guy should have a license for that. He should have a license for his bathtub, although I don't think he uses it. He's got these slicked back, greasy. People always say, you know, I hate this. People always call me greasy on the internet. They see long hair. They go, Jesse, you're greasy. That's just the easy comment, right? It's either to just point out that I have long hair. Or if you it, failing that, if you know that sounds stupid, then the go to is your hair is greasy. My hair is beautiful. It's just, it's freshly washed right now. It's just silky and smooth and straight because God smiled upon me when I was born. Now, this guy, Daryl Perry, God took the crayon box and went, fuck it, let's put them all in there. Let's, he took the sharpener on the back of the box and he sharpened them down to nothing. And then just spread the wax around with his thumbs and went, yeah, good enough. I don't know. He was throwing clay at the wheel and going, yeah, that looks like something. I don't
1: know.
2: He took, God took a few days off from making people. And then when he got back to it, he was a little rusty again. And then he made Daryl Perry. Let me, yeah, let me just throw that in there. Daryl Perry, by the way, like, so we've got crossed eyes, we've got acne, we've got bulging forehead veins, we've got ears so big that if the wind were to come through this auditorium, he would need a license for aviation. He's got a nose so big that I'm surprised it's not hitting the microphone every time he speaks. And of course, it looks like his suit jacket is too big. But let me tell you something. I discovered this right before the show tonight about Daryl I've been obsessing over Daryl Perry this is really more of a Daryl Perry episode I'm using Nathan Larson as a springboard to go off of Daryl Perry because I can't stop listening to him and looking at him I've been repeating this line he says over and over again ever since I saw it what's next a license to make toast in my own damn toaster I cannot get enough of Daryl Perry. What's next? Requiring a license to make toast in your own damn toaster. And then them clapping, and he does this thing. He's got this look on his face. Uh, it's like he's blind. I-, I wonder if he might be legally blind because he just kind of stares off into infinity. <laughs> you can tell he's looking into the mid distance, and there are horrors to behold there. <laughs> There's something horrific happening inside his mind the second he says that. Like he can hear the clapping, but the clapping isn't really working for him. Maybe that's a little bit too much sensory input. If you catch my drift, maybe he's a maybe he's hitting a little bit of a high on the old AU meter or something. There's a there's a true darkness behind these empty shark-like eyes. And then poor old Gary Johnson, who's actually the one who got it. You know, he just says something very normal. The license to drive? You know, I'd like to see some competency exhibited by people before they drive. (laughs) (laughs) I love that little look he gives at the end. But again, this is about Daryl Perry, okay? I'm obsessed with Daryl Perry. I looked him up right before the show, and it turns out, He's not just wearing the suit from the Talking Heads music video, you know? He's not just stopping making sensing. He is weirdly fat. I know he doesn't look it. He looks like he's some sort of stick figure, man. Like, he might actually be on stilts right now. His arms and legs may be stilts. His head may be a pirate's peg leg. It certainly looks carved out of wood. Daryl Perry has that skinny guy face big, dumpy, fat guy. In fact, you know what? I I should have done this beforehand. I can't stop looking. I don't even want to get rid of him from my screen. I'm so obsessed with Daryl Perry right now. But let me do this. I should have brought this up ahead of time. Let me go to YouTube. Let me see if I can find the video I saw of Daryl Perry. He was in court. And you will not... (laughs) Oh my God. I got it here. I just found it. He's in court, and you won't believe the size and shape of this man. You won't believe the way he's dressed. Wait until you see Daryl Perry in all his true glory. Let's take a look. So they're in the courtroom. Somebody is filming the uh, the the viewing gallery of the court. Camera pans. I don't know if he can, your honor. He's made of peg legs. And as you can see, this weeble might fall over. All right. He's going to wobble. Oh, boy. He's wearing the world's biggest leather coat. That was actually made out of Juju the cow. You ready for trial? And he, of course, is wearing his best court sweatpants. No fucking way, they said. You never saw that coming, right? This blindsided me.
3: I have a complaint brought by the New Hampshire State Police.
2: And he's like, he's adjusting his jacket. He's so fat, he has to adjust the jacket over the rolls. And he has to adjust the sweatpants. Like, the sweatpants have been sticking inside different creases and nooks and crannies on his body.
3: Violation for the 16th of May, 2012. uh, The charges that on South Main Street in Newport, uh, you did fail and neglected to have a a vehicle registered that you were operating.
2: Juju died for this, they say in the the chat room. 40th, you wear the charge. Too much toast with no license. This is why we need a license for toast. This man has had so many loaves in his toaster. Motions to dismiss. I think he might actually be smuggling a toaster inside this jacket, and the loaves are down the sweats. Uh,
1: one to dismiss, and one for an exemption from
3: the supposed requirement to register.
2: And of course, he's a sovereign citizen, he's a free traveling man. This is one of those videos, you know. And so,
3: I'll consider those motions uh, in the context of the evidence presented in the rule on uh after the trial. The state's ready for trial? Yes, sir. Can we take the stand?
2: I just want to get one more I just need one more shot of Daryl. <coughs> I have to see him again. Look at him sitting there. Y- you know who it reminds you of, but I made a new year's resolution. I'm trying not to talk about it, but you know who it reminds you of. You know who this guy is like in his dimensions. Can you
1: raise your hand,
2: and by his dimension I don't mean that one he was staring off into. But although both of them can look off into that same dimension, you know who I'm talking about. A guy who can see into parallel universes with the cross of an eye. Just keep your voice up nice and loud so that everything you say... Alright, let me see if I can just skip ahead here. Don't need to see the, uh, the, the fucking Stady. We don't need to see the Stady. Oh there he is <laughs> there he is. There's my big boy. street he was holy I would say cow, but it seems offensive to cows. crime Let me get, let me get rid of these bars here so you can fully see this key ripes man. I mean these The proportions just do not make sense. We needed to answer the summons within 30 days. A pleather blazer he's wearing. That's right. That's right. Anyway, how fucking amazing is this? How good is dear God being to us when he brings us something like Daryl Perry? Huh? Cheers. I'm enjoying a fine Dr. Pepper right now. I hope you're doing the same because... How amazing is Daryl Perry? Anyway, I, we're going off on so many little tangents here with this stuff. Tonight is, of course, about the amazing job we did capturing Nathan Larson. And I wanted to show you this. 1185 actually managed to get a second data tape. We have more of exactly how he enticed that 12-year-old girl. And I'd like to share that with you right now, if I can. Let me just put that in the data toaster. I actually do have a license for this, by the way. Let's take a look at exactly what happened between Nathan Larson and the little girl and how he managed to fool her. Again, 07 in the chat room to 1185 for wading through entrails and slime to get us these tapes. He truly is an American hero. Thank you, Tucker Carlson. Thank you, Ben Shapiro. Thank you, Fax. Thank you, Logic.
1: Hey, Susie. Yeah? Do you know what the letter of the day is? No. It's L. Do you know any words to begin with L? Uh, yeah. Like what? Lollipop. Oh, that's perfect. I actually have a lollipop back in that Uber over there, just for you. Cool. You want to maybe go over there and give it a lick? I don't know, Mr. Lawson. I don't think my parents would be happy about that. Sounds a bit weird. Nothing's weird when you've got the magic word. What's the magic word? The magic word is... Libertarianism! What's Libertarianism? I know! got a swell cartoon I can show you that'll teach you what it is. OK. Let's look. Cubitos, cubito, Los cubitos, doo-doo. Los cubitos, Todo el día, los cubitos, doo-doo. Me llamo vos y me gusta estar aquí. Soy cubito, doobidoo, doobidoo, doobidoo. Mi nombre es Titi. We're all ugly and we're all libertarians! And that's what you get, that's what you think of is a libertarian, but it's not! Oh, they're posting Lolly in the chat! He is a pedophile. The majority of people who listen to this are going to believe that a man who masturbates to pictures of children being raped is a pedophile. Some, you cannot, it's an it's an indefensible. It's not position. pictures of children. It's drawings. You're saying it like. Which would you rather have on your phone? If you got stopped by. If you got stopped at customs, would you rather have actual child pornography or drawings of it? I would rather not be a pedophile and not have child porn. Can't answer because it's a good point. You won't answer because it's a good point. It's a drawing. It's art. Do you know how many times I've been called a pedophile? my god. It's the end of days. Everybody's fucking and we're all ugly and we're all libertarians. And that's what you get. That's what you think of as a libertarian, but it's not. They're very smart people, smarter than fucking you, who are libertarians. <laughs> just want less intrusion in their fucking lives! They just want to be left alone! alone, alone, alone. Cuties, the movie. Boom! You're autistic. I don't know, Mr. Watson. I still don't know what libertarianism is. Well, that's okay. Why don't we ask my good friend, radio host, and libertarian presidential candidate, Daryl
2: Perry? The government won't let us fuck our kids! Well what's next? A license to pick the boogers out of my own
1: damn nose!
2: Come and let's play together On the Internet is better Let's all go to little St. James Island <laughs> Wow. (laughs) Truly scary stuff. Magi in the chat said he failed his toaster test, by the way. Um, I wanna shut this off, but... I feel like you need to see it. Anyway, that's gonna do it for tonight's show, but here's the thing. We've got more... In the Pizza Fund, Tonight, $6 level of the Pizza Fund, Potawful.pizza. We built our own Patreon. We don't monetize this channel. We don't have sponsors, we don't waste your time. And by the way, there's a guy who actually is defending Nathan Larson when it comes to all of this stuff. Take a look at this.
1: Hi, Galeo2333. Nathan Larson should be immediately released from jail. And what he allegedly did. Should not be a crime. As many of you have heard, Nathan Larson was arrested recently. He attempted to meet a 12-year-old girl. Um, I think he and her talked, he talked to her online. He met her online. And he struck up conversation with her and, as the media likes to call it, groomed her. Which shouldn't be, I mean, grooming shouldn't be a bad thing. I mean, getting to know a person, you know... Shouldn't be considered a bad thing. and that's-
2: This is its own rabbit hole, and we're going to go over it. And by the way, there's a lot. In fact, there's a guy who seems to have a podcast that is only about Nathan Larson and his own dealings with Nathan Larson and the fact that maybe, just maybe, he one time went on there when they were sharing cheese pizza. We're going to go all the way down this rabbit hole in tonight's Pod After Show. You can get it by joining the Pizza Fund. PodAwful.pizza is the link, $6 level and up. That's right, we're bringing them back. Pod After Shows. We'll be there in just a minute in the Pizza Fund. I don't know
0: what we're yelling about. Support the show.
2: Join the Pizza Fund pot Dot Pizza. Pizza Pizza. Pizza. pot Dot Pizza.
1: P-I-C-C-A-G-S.
2: More content than one show could possibly handle. Podawful.pizza. I'll see you there. And thank you for joining me tonight. Thank you to 1185. Thank you to the Piranhas who made all this happen. Thank you to Tucker. Thank you to Ben Shapiro. Join that pizza fun. Subscribe on YouTube. Make sure YouTube didn't unsubscribe you. Subscribe to the podcast version. And I'll see you Wednesday for the Primo. If you can't make it tonight. For the after show. Until next time, have an awful day.
0: Head over to podawful.com slash iTunes and subscribe to us on iTunes. We're live every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern at Potawful.tv.
1: Love
2: the show? Keep it going by donating to the Pizza Fun. Potawful.com slash support. And anything else you need is at potawful.com.